Hello, and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean C., and today we have a little unorthodox situation, but a great opportunity for a conversation. This is the good that came from 2020 and brought into 2021. Some new things, new routines, new developments, and an entire new way of life. So on the phone with me, I have calling from his car, as, the, as he's dropping off his son at soccer practice. My other brother from another mother, buddy, close friend, Fernando. How are you today? I'm doing great, Dean. Thank you so much. Nice intro. That was cool. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You're welcome, brother. That is, you know, I know you and I talk all the time, and you know, we, we share um, different things that we've learned and some of the positive. You know, we also talk about the negative, but... This podcast is uh, positive today, and uh, why don't we why don't we start with uh, last year, Mark? Take me back to when COVID hit. Like I'm talking about when the world decided to change. Let's start there with your story, brother. I like it. I gotta say, the world started to change on what March 15th. I think that's when uh, everything got real. And um, I think the administration, the federal government came on TV and they said, federal shutdown, it's getting serious. And uh, it was a Monday. I remember it. And I go, wow, okay, we knew it was coming. We already had the heads up uh, working in the wellness center and working at a retirement community. We were, it was all over our radar. We knew it was coming. So um, when that 15th came, I'm like, cool, I get to go home. The gym's closed. I'm relaxing. Let's chill out for a few days because there's a virus coming around and we have no idea. Everyone's still kind of up in the air what's going on. But uh, I think most people are taking it serious. So I was ready to take it just as serious. I go, I'm in a gym. They shut down the gyms. I'm going home. I like being home with my family. I'm out of here. So I call up my boss and I'm like, all right, hey, got the word. I'm shutting down. I'm out. And she goes, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you're not going home. A little like, kick what? in the face there. Real kick in the face. I was like, what? I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, we may need you. I might have you do this and that. And I'm just, and I was kind of thrown off and I was a little, a little upset, but I played it cool. And I told her and I was just like, you sure? And she's like, yeah. And then she felt that I wasn't feeling comfortable. She said, go home, take a day off or two, relax, and then come back on Wednesday. And I go, it was probably all over your face, huh, wasn't it? Dude, it was bad. I mean, she knew it, and we got a great um, relationship, and we had, she has got a good attitude, and she knew it, and she was like, just cool down, relax a little bit, and I was like, all right, thank you, and uh, I was a little upset. I go home, and I'm like, man, the world's shutting down. Everyone's shutting down, but uh, my boss said I got to come back in the morning, and luckily I said I'll use a vacation day and relax, but um, I went home that night feeling funny, not happy, and then I got to say, man, by the end of that next day or two, reality kicked in. Started hearing the words essential workers. What the hell is an essential worker? I'm an essential worker? Yeah, you are an essential worker. You work in a retirement community. This virus is preying on retirement communities. And that's when I knew. I go, okay. I took that day. I had peace with Corona. I said, uh, hey, man is your career choice you signed up for this didn't know it was going to be this way but at life roll with it accept it there's nothing you can do about it 
And that's what I did. I showed up to work two days later, proud to be an essential worker, happy to be an essential worker, totally with a new attitude. I didn't get frustrated. I got fascinated with it. I said, it's on. I'm going to be here early. I'm going to make sure everything's going good. I think the 17th, we had Zoom going with our Pilates. We did not skip a beat. So it was pretty cool. But I got to say, that's when I go, wow, what's your career choice? What are you doing with your life? What about my other friends and family? What are they doing with their life? How is COVID affecting them? Are they essential workers? Oh, man, is this going to happen again? How long is this going to last? It changed everything, man. And it really made me realize, wow, career choices. It's a real deal. Yeah, Mark, I'm sure, you know, being in that healthcare environment as well, like, you and I have a very similar situation as as long as as well as a lot of other people. Um, you know, my brother is an identical twin and, you know, he got told, here's your laptop, go home, enjoy your office space, we'll call you back when uh when we open back up again. And that was it. That was his that was his or that was his business, that was his career choice. He's a engineer. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sitting here watching my brother going well, how come I don't get to work from home? Yeah, right? I think everyone was excited to work from home. The memes popped out. Everyone started doing crafts and arts and crafts from home. It was like a positive, fun time, work at home moment there. I remember that. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, what was funny about it for, for me is I, I did this comparison thing at first. And then after about a month or so, the dynamic started to change and, you know, now we've got kids, kids aren't going into school, the work, the work environment might actually have been a little more of a break, a little more peaceful, a um, little getaway from um, the, the chaos. And now you're, you're at home, you're also a teacher, you know, you're a full-time parent, you're a chef, you're, you know, you're providing lunches, everything, and plus you got to do your job too. And, uh, you know, so, so I, 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 as we grew, like, that initial shock, I feel like, was different than what formed into the reality yeah. um, throughout the rest of the year. So, so coming back, you, you hit that initial, I'm essential worker, you're going back into work with your new mindset. What does that day look like for you? How have things changed, both at work and at home? Well, it was funny. My buddy, my buddy, uh, called it out because I go, hey, man, I go, I'm an essential worker. They're all working from, they're doing the online. I'm going to work, man. I was like, and I'm going to be there early. I'm going to be the first one there. I'm going to make sure everything's going smooth. I'm going to be there. And he just starts laughing. I'm like, what's the matter? And then he goes, dude, it's funny. It took a pandemic for you to start showing up to work at seven in the morning every day. <laughs> and I just started <laughs> laughing because I'm not a morning guy. Well, you know what? That's life, dude. You do what you're told. I became a morning guy, and I've been up at 6 a.m., 5.45 ever since. And it's, once again, another little life changer. Up by 6 a.m. every day, watching that sun come up, grateful for my job. And that April was so awkward. Man, I had to start a journal. I started diaries. Things were getting so weird on those freeways at 7 in the morning. Usually these people want to cut my throat and slam on their brakes and run me off the road in my slow right lane. No, Mark's man. calling from Southern California just to throw that out there. <laughs> so I'm going on these roads, and it was relaxed. 
it was like out of a movie. Like I could see miles ahead of me, like one other car. And I was like, man, this is eerie. And that was April, man. I said, turn it up, go to work, be happy. You have a job, you have a job. Every time that alarm went up, you hit it and you say, you have a job, be grateful. Unemployment was reaching record highs. That was one of the big headlines. You were seeing those stats go up and the unemployment. And we were just hitting these crazy numbers. And they came out like every Thursday. I remember getting an update would ring on my phone. And I was like, oh, my God, if that doesn't motivate you to go to work, I don't know what does. And that was sweet. I was happy. That was April. Turned it up. Rise and shine. Mark, I want to talk about a couple things here. Um, you brought up some really good points, and I was going to see if I can tap into um, a little more detail on them. And, I mean, the fluff is great, Mr. Positive. That's one thing I love about my, my buddy Hernando is he is always with the positive. I remember, you know, days where I'm having a rough day, and I call Mark, and by, by the end of it, he's uh, he's got me smiling and everything. You know, well, right I'll get you a smile. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I don't know you, I will get you to smile. Yeah, I mean you're you're I mean you're it like when it comes to Mr. Positivity, and you know you you mentioned driving to work and that car time and meditation, and so like take me back a little bit there because like you know the positive I understand like yeah we're an essential worker let's flip this into play, and I would much rather be one of the people who are supporting this cause and trying to get rid of COVID and then stay at home. I just feel like that's what I need to do. And I get that positivity, but that mind switch, I swear, did not come that easy for you. What did it take? What's going on? Dude, you know what else was big? And misery likes company, right? Or we, uh, yeah. we like to hear success stories. I mean, that's the reason me and you are talking and we tell our stories. We listen to other people's stories. And even visual, I mean, the classics, the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, right? We look around our neighbors. What are they doing? What am I doing? How's their house look? What am I driving? What are they driving? All that basic, superficial stuff. But I got to say, man, something that also kept me real motivated, uh, my neighbor, his bedroom, drive, my bedroom, his driveway are probably a few feet apart, and I would mm-hmm. hear that car fire up every morning. I would see his headlights fire up every morning. He was a half hour up before I was, and that was another one that turned my switch that I was like, hey, you're not the only one doing this. Because, like you said, there was some alone time there at work where it was like, you just got to be here. We may need you to do temperature checks. We may need you to come down over here to the auditorium. So there was a lot of that time, and I guess I engulfed myself with uh, also just learning about the virus. You know, that was another big thing, had so much time that I kind of slowed down and said, what is really going on with this? Because you just heard so much wishy-washy stuff. So that was real motivating, too, of uh, doing a lot of reading. I guess I engulfed myself a little bit on corona to find out some truth. Yeah, that you bring up an awesome point, Hernando. Uh, when we educate ourselves, we really open up what's possible because it removes a lot of the – assumed and a lot of assumption comes with a lot of fear and I feel like once we start educating ourselves a bit more we do continue to you know have that fear but I feel like it's very subdued and we're actually more in control of our fear because we're saying oh that's actually a false sensation like your your anxiety is kicking in 
And so educating yourself about COVID um, really allows you to get into your environment and focus on how to be that essential worker that puts in the positive. Because let's admit, there is so much fucking negative around the, the downside of COVID. And, you know, you're talking about those that morning time. Yeah. And I had a switch with my job, too. And, um, and I actually ended up starting later. And I realized how much I am. Oops, a little microphone technical there. Sorry. Okay, we're sick. Yep. Nope. I'm up and I'm early, I'm out. 
So that was really nice. I know my wife and my son had a little more time, and then they also jumped into that Zoom school. So it kind of worked out really well where I go, okay, wife's a preschool teacher. Your son's in preschool. You need to get out of their way and let them do what they got to do on Zoom. So that was really cool that I was able to get out, let them have the house in the morning, and then uh, they kind of did their stuff. But I would pick up my son in the afternoon, and wow, did that crank up family time. Family time just went up because he wasn't in school. He wasn't going every day to learn. So who had to teach him? Mom and dad. Who had to take him to physical education class? I did. When we mean take them, I mean we go to the park, we do laps, we learn to squat, wait on the heels, and we show them all these different methods of trying to just stay healthy, kid, and that was really cool. I was really happy with that. I definitely learned that you need to get independent. You can't be relying on people. You can't be relying on gyms to be open. You can't rely sometimes on your career to take care of you, and that just amped it up. I go, what do I do have control over this in this COVID new era that we're here? And we're talking still like April and May and stuff. I go, what do you have control of? I go, I have control of my health. I was like, that's one thing I can do. We keep hearing, wash your hands, stay away from people, take care of your health, attacking the immune system. I go, oh my God, I hope I have a strong immune system. I work on it. I've always taken care of my health. Let's amp it up. Let's look at that diet. Let's look at other things that you're doing. How's that sleep? If I was waking up early, you better go to bed early. And that was another thing, man. I go, wow. I don't know if everyone kind of knows how important sleep is. Because I woke up. I didn't know. I was just like, yeah, work. Sleep when I die, right? We've all heard those sayings. I work, man. I ain't got time to sleep. Oh, I'm fine. I can just do a few hours. I don't know, man. That, that kind of, once again, like you said, knowledge and learning. I started to do some research. How powerful is sleep? What is one of the best recovery tools that we could have? Wow, sleep. It can really change some things in your life. And I won't even get into all the sleep and all the benefits of it because we all know it. We all get short amount of sleep and we feel like a train hit us. And then we get a good night's sleep and we say, I feel like a million bucks. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some truth to that, why that's going on. And I really found out what it is. And go to bed early, man. Take care of your sleep. Get independent. Don't worry about or don't rely on other businesses, people, doctors, hospitals, gyms. Do it yourself. Got to get independent. And I was real motivated by a resident that I saw in the retirement community. When we shut down, he was like, Mark, when are we going to open? When are we going to open? It's still April and May. We're still in the heart of it. And I'm like, dude, the government told us, shut down. We can't do this. This is serious. Six feet away. We can't be sweating and handing off dumbbells in gym class. Get out. And he was frustrated for a while. And then I didn't see him for like a month. And I run into him in the stairs. We're both doing stairs. And I was like, Tom, how's it going? He goes, Mark, I'm doing great. I go, what'd you do? What's going on? He goes, I bought a rower. I got in a rower for my unit, my little apartment. And I kind of have it in the door and halfway out on the patio on his little balcony. And his life's never been better. He's happier than hell. And I go, wow, I got to learn from that. So I got myself a little exercise bike. So now I got an exercise bike I can do at home. I started doing more body-resistant exercise at home. Started looking at uh, calories. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. 
So how did you work out at home without the gym mirror to take your selfie photos in front of? (laughs) What will I do? Only if a push-up and a pull-up and running around the block can help some things and some squats, right? Yeah, you don't need much, man. That is something so big. Once again, you don't need much to stay healthy, dude. You can do it all on yourself. It's just a lot of uh, inner strength that you need. And you really hit that. Um, There's one thing I love about you, Hernando, is like you always seem to find right where the nail of that head is and hit it. And, and you're, you're right. Like 2020 is a year of independence. Um, I did yeah. a pod, podcast a few weeks ago um, on the silver lining, and it was literally about how the only person who's going to fix my problems is me. And how much I keep saying, oh, if I got this job, then I'll be happy. If I get this <laughs> truck, then I'll be happy. If I get these pair of shoes, then I'll feel a little better. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, Dean, you're the only one who's affecting your positive or negative outlook. Yes, sir. And, you know, being a year of independence, I mean, this isn't like, oh, you just had to buck up and do like a weekend of independence. Like, no, no, no. This is a year of things being shut down. I mean, like massages, things that you normally take care of your body with. I mean, I really got into the Wim Hof breathing and um, and meditation um, to learn how to you know, come inside a little bit to find that independence because, I mean, if you can't depend on yourself to accomplish something, then I feel like you're already defeated before you try. That is the driving force. That is everything you need to kind of look into. I want to say you, we, all of us is inner, inner peace, inner strength, intrinsic i said that right it's uh it's all about inside man i was like we we got all the gyms i can do we can do pilates crossfit yoga running clubs strength building bodybuilding you can do anything you want but you got to find something in yourself that you really want and if i was going to work as an essential worker i just knew i needed to be on my game health-wise and my driving force is easy wife and son I gave up on myself. I go, no, this ain't about me, man. I go, this is about that guy who's five years old over there. This is about making that rent payment. That's what this is about. This is what you sign up for when you say I'm going to have a kid, when I'm going to marry this woman. You better be ready to provide and take care of them. And when it comes to things shutting down and you have to go to work and they lost their job, it really comes on you. And it's like, all right, what happens if I get COVID? Oh, my God, what am I going to do? I got over that real quick. I accepted that if you get covid stay strong and healthy man and just do what you can i don't want them getting covid right my wife doesn't work out as much as i do she's not as healthy as i am a little more worried about her so you kind of turn your motivation around of what's really important why am i going there so what's my purpose now it just i tell you what it was a lot more than just a paycheck sometimes we go to work for just that paycheck nope you gotta have some deeper purpose And then I could even drop it on the residents, too. They were relying on me to show those exercise videos. That was another one. I go, I got, once again, I brought in family there taking care of. But I also know that we had a great wellness program before it shut down where we had the 50 classes and everyone was showing up and everyone was happy. And they say this is their medicine. They know that this is important. And then you take it away from them. 
and man, did they blow me up, upset, this and that. And everyone cooled down once reality kicked in and they started looking at headlines and deaths and cases, and they chilled out real quick. But it really went to show that they need it more than I do. They need that exercise. So what can we do? We can do the videos. I told you we had Zoom going up in a few days or two, and I had videos going, and they loved it. So if I'm there at 7 a.m. and I'm just hanging out, I can press play on a video that goes through all their televisions in their unit. If they want to turn on channel 956, they can watch exercise videos from 8 o'clock in the morning to 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I covered strength, balance, and everything and in between. But uh, that was another driving force of what was the purpose? The residents. You're an essential worker. These are essential people. Take care of them. That's an, I mean, talk about having a good goal to go to work for or a good, uh, you know, mission to go to work for. I mean, family, absolutely. And then the demographic that is being isolated, depressed, yeah. you know, anxious from, I mean, I've talked to people in communities um, that I'm friends with and uh, seniors who live in other communities. And I mean, a lot of them, they haven't even walked out of their doors since March. They're on they've been on lockdown and you know I mean you think about like one small space like you have a small house like yeah that's great I have a small house too but like there's a big difference between being able to walk out that front door and being told to stay in your room yeah it's bad news man I mean here we are what January 15 2021 and you know just for the listeners I'm still here in California and they're still shutting us down and it's bad news. I'm completely against it. I look around me right now and I see out of business. I see little Mexican shops who used to sell burritos all day shut down. Little uh, Mary selling her spaghetti shut down. All that stuff shut down. I look at the residents. They're getting thinner. They're looking. Their hair. Their hair salons are shut down. Their hair's wild. They're getting thinner. Uh, I see how they get their meals. What is it? Uh, Dine and dash or, or uh, knock and dash. Mm. And they just get their food at their door and bounce out. And we already know it's a isolated spot in these retirement communities and just amplify it. Oh man, they're so, they're so upset and they're hurting. And it's a real drag because nothing I can do about it. So I just try to support them as much as I can and yeah. offer Zoom and personal training, no charge all day, every day, no barriers. Man, that is awesome, Mark. I am going to stop you on something, though. Yep. You did do something about it. You went home. You chose your family. You chose to be independent. And as an independent, confident individual, you took on the responsibility to provide all those videos and all that guidance for everybody else. But if you didn't take care of yourself through COVID, if you decided not to go to work every day, not to go into that, think of how many people would be in a different place than they are right now. So, I mean, I got to point it out, man. I think you did do something about it. You started by taking charge of yourself and then modeling that so that you can support others. Nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I mean it. I mean it. Um, so, okay. So let's say we're we're gonna fast forward a little bit here. So yeah. you're you're moving into. You've been doing this a while now. 
what's your what's your mindset like? What's your mornings like? Like how has what is June or what is January fifteenth, twenty twenty one look like compared to March fifteenth, twenty twenty? Huh. That's funny. Um at this point I don't know how to answer that. They're kind of the same. <laughs> I mean, let's look at, like you say, April. Everything was shut down. Everything mm. was shut down. I was running videos, doing Zoom, and here we are 10 months later, and it's still shut down. Our gyms are shut down, running Zoom, running the videos. Not much has changed from a big-picture perspective. I mean, without getting into, um, I mean, just my health, that's the only thing i got to say. I just amplified my health of just getting healthier and doing little things in there in my personal life but i would say as from a work perspective and the overall uh kind of like groundhog day man it's rinse and repeat just be there and and for that you know um one of the things i would throw out there is you remind me of the attitude that you're taking right now is i think an awesome one but it reminds me or in addition it reminds me of being comfortable and content with the process. And what I mean by that is every time I talk to somebody, they start the sentence with, when COVID's over. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I mean, we're talking, like, what, maybe another six months, maybe another five months, maybe another eight months, like, who knows with longer. the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, longer, I mean, yeah. who knows to the end of the year. But yep. it's like, I feel like everybody I speak to is constantly living in the upcoming future instead of addressing today. I just want 2020 to be over with. I can't wait to 2021. <laughs> well, guess what? It's 2021. Right? You'll have the same day that you did in 2020. <laughs> I heard that so many times. I know. I gave up on that, man. So, <laughs> like I, birthdays, I, right? I'm 40. Things change. No, no, no. It just doesn't happen overnight. Things don't happen that quick. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and, you know, and you're and we're sitting here saying like the only the one thing that I can do right now is focus on independence, focus on me, instead yep. of saying, oh well, when is the hair salon gonna open up? You know, my <laughs> wife did when COVID happened. She shaved her damn head, perfect, and dyed it platinum blonde, and and she was a uh, she had black hair before, had a mohawk. And so, you know, you shouldn't have to get rid of a ton of hair, but, um, you know, but I mean, she's like, I, you know, salons are closed. You're like, who am I going to see? You know, I'm not leaving my house. All my, she works mm-hmm. at home. Um, everything she does is on the computer. She doesn't do FaceTime with anybody. She does telephone and laptop. And, you know, she's like, I'm shaving my damn head. You know, she went online with Amazon, bought some like comfy clothes for the house and yeah. uh, you know and she's just like settling in and she said you know the the world will change when it changes instead of waking up every day and hoping for it to change exactly yeah i gave up on that back to last march that's all done you just take it day by day and then it's kind of a nice surprise too because we did have a oh Cases are going down, maybe like in September or something last year. It was like, let's open up the gym. And then we would have it open for like a week. Oh, cases are back up and shut down. So I learned real early, just go to work thinking you're going to do the same thing. And if the governor decides to change something, then you're like, oh, cool. This is exciting. Hey, let everyone know. Hey, I heard good news. You see the press conference? But besides that, I mean, Kaiser is kind of our 
main person, our hospitals and our insurance out here, and they just sent something yesterday talking those vaccines ain't going to make it around to. They put late 2021. So that just goes to show there. It was like, this is going to ride out. I really doubt we're going to have 50,000 people in a stadium rocking out to some concert anytime soon. This is a, this is a long run. And I hope uh, we're accepting that. I mean, best you can, I guess. Yeah. Well, it seems like it created a change in, I mean, it's created a change in all of us. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, even it, it seems like what it's really hit is mental clarity. And for, for, for you and I in the conversation, not, you know, the entire world. This is just a conversation to listen in on. And But it sounds like you and I hit a sense of mental clarity where, you know, we had so much on our plate, so much on our mind, so much to think about. And then it was like those simple things of getting independent, what is important, what can I directly affect, and just staying simple. I mean, not not – sitting there thinking about what's going to, you know, oh, I can't wait until this happens or I can't wait until that happens. I mean, I did a, a FaceTime Thanksgiving this year. You know, I did a FaceTime Christmas this year. Um, you know, it's, I, I haven't seen my mom in months. And uh, I, I think a lot of it just boils down to that mental clarity that it's okay to do it a little different. Yeah. Talk about change. You know how they say people don't like change, afraid of change. Was this not a time to make some changes? Absolutely. You know, it it, it, I mean, it feels like, like, I don't really think we get a reset button in life. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but if there was an opportunity, I mean, this is it. I mean, when does the, I mean, what was it? <laughs> the last pandemic was like the last time the, the world really, really shut down. <laughs> It was, you know, I, I don't want to say it was, go ahead. Oh, no, no, after you, sir. I was just going to say, and that just, uh, it just goes back to kind of what we were saying. I was like, wow, it's so much negative that came out of 2020. And I hope, and that was one reason, you know, that we decided to talk about this. Um, lessons learned, right? I, just a heads up, I only got a few more minutes. I just saw the clock. But that was the big thing here was lessons learned. That's why we wanted to talk about this. It's been so negative. It was like, man, why can't we turn this positive? And that's what we said. Let's talk about it, dude. Let's talk about it's so negative with COVID. What about the positive? I'm now waking up with my wife, like you said, having tea. It was like I can now enjoy the mornings a little bit. I don't have to rush out the door. Look at mine. I'm up early, but now I got a whole afternoon with my son Paul and my, my wife at work. Yeah, we've been happened. watching soccer practice since we've been on this call. Oh, my God, it's been the best. I love it. So it was like, dude, COVID, 2020 COVID, it was, I looked back, I was like, it's going to be a positive thing. I learned to be independent with my health. Crank it up, take care of your health. I learned independent with the financial status. You weren't, a lot of people weren't going out. I think we all saved a few bucks. We weren't going out on those vacations and flying to those hotels and those resorts because they weren't there. I hope you had a chance to save, and if you didn't, Hopefully you learned to save or you started thinking about saving because you lost your job and you didn't have that little nest egg there. I mean, I'm in the same boat. These are all the lessons I learned. So I can't say I had all this shit tight and I was ready to rock and roll. No, I learned to get your health better. I learned to get your financial status better. I learned to take care of your family better. These are all the lessons I learned in COVID 2020. 
Yeah, man. I mean, you're talking about finances. Um, and my wife and I really struggled. I was without a job for six months, but the lesson that we learned is we really got by because we did not have anything nice or like bills. Yeah. You know, we didn't have a $700 truck payment. You know, we didn't have a $400 BMW payment. You know, we didn't have a $2,500 mortgage or even a $1,500 mortgage. Um, you know, for so for us, I mean, I had a gentleman tell me once, there's two ways to, to, to increase your income, and either it is make more or spend less. Dude, and I am the spend less master. I agree. I agree. That's that's what it has to be, man. And another lesson learned, simplicity. <laughs> it really I mean, it's been like a year of not eating out, and honestly, my yep. wife and I are thrilled about it. Like, we, we thought about it the other day. We were like, should we, should we call, like, you know, Indian food? We really like And we're like, no, nah, let's just make it at home. <laughs> Stay home? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You well, said it the best, man, back in last year. You go, dude, this is an introvert's dream. <laughs> and I go, yes, it is. I get it because we do lay ourselves out at work all day. We are helping the residents. And I was like, man, I don't mind going home, being with my family. It's okay. And it's safe. Yeah. Well, Mark, I'm so glad for your time today, buddy. And, uh, um, like, there is some positive of this, and I think it's, you know, like you said, choosing to take control and be independent, focusing on those things, and uh, realizing that there's only a few things on your plate that are really important. The rest of it is, like, what I call the parsley. It's just there for the show. And isn't it something else? When you when people are on their desk and stuff, some guy was just talking about this the other day, so that's why it's fresh. Um, he was just saying, what, what does everyone always say on their deathbeds? All these millionaires, rock and rollers, musicians, celebrities, and people, don't they always say, man, I wish I would have been with my family more? Don't I wish I would have taken care of my son more? I would have been with my wife more. I would have been a better father. They ain't all saying, I wish I worked more. And I was like, damn, that was good, man, just talking to this guy. I go, that is something else. I hope that we learn that family is so important. And that's one of the biggest takeaways. And, of course, your own health, because you can't show up to your family. I can't take care of my family if I can't even take care of myself. So boost up that immune system. That is more. Man, I thank you so much, Hernando. You have been incredible sitting in the car, watching your kid playing <laughs> soccer, chatting with me, having a little bit of positivity spreading out there. Um, I know last week I didn't do a podcast because I was on emotional burnout, especially yeah. with what happened at a government level. And, you know, I was, so I took a, a week off and uh, coming back to this podcast to start it with you and some positive, love it, 2021, different mindset, and uh, appreciate your time, brother. Thank you so much. You're the man, Dean. It's good to hear from you. All right. Take care. Bye. See you later.